we are so excited to be one sitting together but we're also get to sit with you which is really fun so i have a feeling you may recognize some of the people sitting around me because you probably have done some of our workouts and so we've got nancy julie and eileen how about each of you guys just say like a little something about yourself mm -hmm. eileen i i'm just excited to be here today because i'm just learning about the enneagram and i'm learning about myself the peacemaker and so i'm just excited to share it with you tonight I think there's so much to learn from this tool, and I love that Michelle and Nancy had the idea of taking the Enneagram and seeing how it applies to exercise and, um, and our eating. Wow, that's so practical. Love it. Yeah. And I'm Nancy, and I have been using some of this tool to apply in my life as helping me not only with my fitness and my, my faith program here, but just to to share it with others. I, I get super excited. So my family is kind of saying, we're, we're done, but it's helpful. It is, yeah. I know her, you, you use a lot with Brad, right? Her yes. husband, Brad. Yes. They've kind of been using it to figure some things out and get to know yep. each other better mm -hmm. and all that. So it's really cool to see. And so you might be saying, what are they talking about? What is the Enneagram? If you know absolutely nothing about it, I'm going to just try to make it so brief. Really what it is, it's a, a kind of a personality assessment. What you do is you answer questions, and through that process, they'll give you a number. And that number correlates with a certain personality type. And you might be saying, well, why would I want to do this? It really has been insightful for us to kind of learn more about ourselves, and then also how we can interact with others. So now that I know Eileen's a nine, that might change a little bit sometimes the way I say something or that Julie's a six, I know something about her. It's really fun that we can know this about each other. So it's kind of fun to do in a group. But again, you can take this, um, this kind of natural personality, your natural tendencies, and what we want to do is to show you how you can use those to really set yourself up for success when it comes to your fitness plan. We also want to say, here are some things you should be kind of watchful or aware of because these can be sometimes your temptation given your personality type and some ways to avoid them all right so if you want to succeed on your journey to better health put on good listening ears okay all right anything else you guys want to add to that i <clears throat> said too fast or kind of skipped over there i think i would just add that the enneagram is a great tool to help us understand what drives us what is that motivation things like diet and or eat good health, healthy eating and exercise need really good motivation. So this kind of helps tap into those motivations. And I also just want to say that if you could see the Enneagram, it's actually a circle. And that's by design. These numbers, there's not a hierarchy. There's not a, oh, one is clearly better than two. No, no, no. They're all equal. And they're just, um, they're arranged in a circle. So just um, understand that. Yeah, and we, we're not saying like, oh, you're a three, so you are pigeonholed into this, and this is what you'll always be. And no, that's not it. There's a lot of ways that we can go to God and we can ask him, hey, I'm struggling with this part of my life or of this natural tendency I have. Can you please help me? You know, so it, those things are all good. There's other things that um, are extremely valuable when you're trying to move towards better health. But we just wanted to put out one more tool for you to use, okay? I think also one important thing to add is just, it may help us understand why we do the things that we do and, and, and why don't we do the things that we know we're supposed to do. And in that, this is um, 
it'll just help you gain clarity on your actions, what we think, what we do. Um, and I think that's a huge component on how we move forward and grow healthier lives yeah. ahead. I mean, that, that what you said, you know, why do we, why we do certain things that we don't want to do and we don't do the things we do, that has been a problem that people have dealt with from the beginning of time for the most part because Paul back um, in 50, Romans. yeah, in Romans 7, Seven. 50, 50 <laughs> AD, he said, I can't believe it. I do the things I don't want to do and I don't do the things I want to do. So cut yourself some slack. If Paul had that struggle, that's right. That That's right. So let's see. Who's got number? Who's a number? Who's number one? I'm actually not a number one, um, but my I'm married to one, and I love being married to a one. Um, they are known as the moral perfectionist, and what that means is they're very, very um, integrity is a big one for them. That's a big motivator. I actually have been married to my husband for 31 years. I don't think I've ever heard him tell a lie or stretch a truth. And I don't know that everybody could say that. Um, so that they're people of integrity, um, they love quality, and they love seeing things done well. They strive for perfection. Um, so you think, wow, they're, they're, what's the downside? It's gotta be easy. <laughs> well, actually I think it's a little tough to be a perfectionist. And uh, um, so they, they are driven by conviction. And exercise, when they have that conviction, Will, will drive, will motivate them to, uh, to do it on a daily basis. And so I've known my husband for 33 years and he has, he has pretty much always exercised, but he didn't always have that conviction. So we actually have to have knowledge before we can have conviction. So he only got that when he was in the military. Um, so then he started a healthy lifestyle. Eating, a conviction about healthy eating, that came later in life. So that's, um, so again, that, that knowledge is really important but conviction is what really drives the, um, the ones. Ones live in the world of shoulds. They, they have the inner critic, which is really big. Um, and it's really important for ones to remember that eating and exercise, they can be fun. So they have some barriers um, to, to healthy eating and healthy exercise. And that can be imperfections, um, external imperfections and internal imperfections. They may not like the way um, they see themselves in the mirror. Uh, I'm not going to the gym. I'll see myself there. I don't have any good clothes to wear. Um, for women, it might be I didn't shave my legs. Um, it can also be things like uh, it's, it's too dirty at the gym or I don't like the sound system. Um, it's, it, it may seem like small things to some of the other numbers, but for a one, those are really blaring um, imperfections. So for a one, they just need to be reminded that progress over perfection. None of us are going to be um, achieving perfection. And, um, and just really pray for that grace um, to deal with all of life's imperfections. But it's, it's, it's really important to tap into that, that conviction of healthy eating and exercise. And remember, it's fun. One thing, too, I was thinking with, with ones, because they are perfectionists, they can have a tendency to do something and if they're not doing it perfectly they quit mm -hmm. so diets once it's not good to go on a very strict diet because you're not going to be able to stick with it you're going to you know sway off of that and then you can say well here i go again i just failed so i'm not going to do uh, i'm done and the other like you were saying knowledge is super important for a one they need to know what is a healthy diet they need to be convicted on it and then they'll step into it and they'll do it well but i think sometimes 
keeping a little grayness might be good for one. Yeah. So we're also talking like some of these numbers we're gonna say like this is a great workout for this number. But ones I think, not so much. I think they are happy to do uh, just a consistent daily exercise I think is really important. But but remembering that when you do fail and you will <laughs> keep going. Keep whether it's whether it's healthy eating or or exercise, keep going. I think one thing to add there too, though, is getting um, getting creative and aim for consistency instead of just the task. Like just uh, strive for small steps and be consistent, not for the perfected perfected plan. That yeah, can be helpful in that. that just doing something is better than doing nothing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Let's uh, number yeah. two. I'm number two. Two is um, known not as a two, but I'm not a two. Number two for us. But the world needs twos. Yeah, and twos are the helpers, and helpers are generous. They are kind. They are helpful. They are balanced. They are loving, and people are drawn to twos like bees to honey. Um, a two can walk into a room and kind of look around and see who needs help and where they could be used, and they go to it. And so twos are just very, they care about other people and they're in tune with other people. And um, one of their basic desires is to feel loved. And one of their biggest fears is to feel unworthy. And when you put this, one of the connections um, for working out that I think about is when you get on the airplane and they say, put on your oxygen mask before helping the child. And, you know, people giggle about that, but that's so true. And helpers, um, sometimes they get caught into the, I want to help you so much, but I'm neglecting myself. And when it comes to the workout, it's really important, and it makes common sense to take care of your own needs first so that you are more capable and more able to take care of others. <laughs> and um, so I, I remind myself of a two when I was raising children. I would do things for my children, but when it came time for my workout, I put it to the back burner, and I would really encourage any young parents, don't do that. If you are in a helper or even a young uh, a parent or even taking care of your aging parents, take care of yourself first so that you're better at taking care of them. And um, one of the suggestions that I have for helpers when it comes time to working out is um, you like to help people. Find out what other people and their workout plan is or isn't and see if you can go scoop in and help them set goals. And also, keep going with your goals. Be your own leader and invite others into it. Um, like if you're going on a bike ride, invite friends into it because you like being around other people. Um, but don't not go for a bike ride if others can't join you. Don't let it stop yours. Be a role model for other people. Before long, other people are going to see, wait a second, I do want to join that person. So first, do it for yourself so that you can care for others. Find others that need help in the area of eating and working out and do it with them. And then also, you know, when it comes to working out, pick the things that you enjoy doing. If you enjoy running, walking, um, bike riding, dancing. We were just talking about dancing as a workout. Join a dance class and just keep moving and invite people with you and help other people on their journey would be my... Yeah. Yeah. Is that, we have a, a chapter in our Reignite book called Fit to Serve. 
Yes. And for a lot of people, when you know your life purpose and you know that you are called to help others, it gives you this motivation to take care of your body so that you have the strength and energy needed to go and serve to the capacity where and where God's calling you to serve. So it can be a really big motivator for helpers in particular. Yeah, and it takes all of your strengths of being generous, kind, considerate, and being able to hone in onto what other people need. And it takes your strengths to the next level when you're leading others, but it's also inviting people in. And just think, um, people in your own household, what a better way to help them than to be an example. Um, you may be leading them into a healthy lifestyle that may be going on for years and years from here to come. So that's a great way to help them. Yeah. I think small steps for this helper, because it could be feeling a little overwhelming and stressful. So if they can just bite off little small pieces and not get too overwhelmed by the weight on the, the, the number on the scale, or think just be realistic with what you're setting forth for yourself, you know, um, because you're giving a lot of your energy and time to other people and set those small attainable goals for yourself in your plan. It might be yeah. more helpful. Our twos, I think twos are the ones who can sometimes struggle with people-pleasing, yes. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that is something to be wary of because you might be like, someone's like, well, what do you mean you can't come help me right now because you have to go work out or whatever. Like, you can't let their thoughts on you take you off course, okay? Mm -hmm. So you can help them and you can put boundaries in place and be a really good helper. Like Eileen was saying, she is um, helping by taking care of her grandson. And her daughter was saying, you know, what time can you come in the morning? Can you come earlier? <laughs> Even though she, she, she's so excited to go and be with her grandson, she said, no, because my morning routine's really important to me. And that will make me a better caretaker for Certainly. my grandson. Mm -hmm. So Certainly. it goes hand in hand. It just makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Makes and sense. no resentment, because... No, I go yeah. so full of energy. I go feeling well. So I'm, a, I'm just better at what I do because I've set those boundaries. And it, it just, it's wonderful. You're putting on your oxygen mask first, just <laughs> like you just said. I, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Great analogy. Mm. All right, well, I'm going to go on to number three because that is one that I'm going to be talking about. And, again, I am not a three, but I'm very close to threes. My daughter is a three, <laughs> and my husband is a three. And the three is the achievers. And when we say a, t a, a title like this, the achiever, please don't box you in with that. Like, but that's typically what they're known for. And I can say for, for my daughter and my, my husband, for sure, they are goal-oriented. They are all about getting things done. And that's, they are typically the most fit people because they're so good at setting goals and getting stuff done. The problem can be is that they also have a tendency to be very kind of image conscious. What are people thinking? Are they noticing all that I'm doing? So you can imagine how that could maybe come in to hurt them on their fitness journey because if they're so image cons, um, concerned about their image and their body isn't changing to look the way they feel it should look for how hard they're working out, that, that can discourage them. So if you're a, a three and you're an achiever, again, you like to set goals, go with it. Don't fight back against that natural tendency. Set goals, set weekly goals. Another thing that'd be great for a three is to share your goals. Get into like a, 
a goal-sharing group or a fitness group because when you share your goals and then people see that you accomplished them, that means something to you because you, you like that. Something like, um, uh, you know, your, your Fitbits. There's ways that you can con con um, connect with others and people can see your results. You might say, well, that's not right. They shouldn't care what people think. Again, something else we can work on another day. For right now, we're trying to help you with this natural <laughs> tendency. A good thing about threes is they typically aren't emotional eaters, which so many people do struggle with. And they're not because they're not really, um, their emotions aren't really fueling their behavior. It's their to-do list, their checklist, so they don't fall prey to emotional eating, which is good. Um, one thing that threes can forget is it's fun. Don't be so concerned about just reaching your goals and what you accomplish. Have some fun in that process. All right? So connect with others. Let that be a way to kind of spur you on, but also have fun with them. Don't just get so competitive that you have to show that you're the best. And there's some type of a social media thing. Oh, it's called Strava. And, What's uh, that about? And it's, it's just a special social media that um, you sign up for it and you record your runs and your bike rides and you connect with your friends and then you kind of watch each other and ooh, look at that elevation gain and look at their speeds. Um, I'm not really on it, but it works for, it, I think it would work for a three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So check it out. Um, so one last thing about a three is, you know, I know that it's, it's, it's your tendency or it can be your tendency to be concerned more about how you look, maybe what the scale says and all of that. And I really would like to say, try to focus on getting healthier. Make your goals about getting healthier, not just about what you look like, all right? It's okay if you get an awesome, strong-looking body. That's a great way for someone to notice that your body has changed, and you can say, I did it because God helped me. So you can bring that faith in, but don't let that be your ruling factor. Your overall health is much more important than how you look, okay? So we're going on. Number four. Oh, I gave birth to a number four, and it's it's the hardest one that I can relate to. Um, fours have their, their, they like to feel special and unique and they're very emotional. And, um, but they, they sit pretty comfortable in their realness and their authenticity. And, um, but what I find some of the challenges in that particular personality type is they, um, they envy others. Like, oh, I wish I looked like that girl. Mm. <laughs> or, yeah. gosh, why? I'm so different and unique. I'm, I'm not going to ever look, I'm not ever going to fit in and look the same like that. And so, um, in, 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 and sitting in emotions and feelings can drive one to eat emotionally um, and can keep someone from working out because maybe they don't feel like it you know instead of based on principles I know this is good for me I know I'm gonna do this but I don't feel like it today so I'm gonna allow my my emotions to override what I know I should do it's one of those things mm -hmm. why don't we do what we know we should do I know so um, in that that that's been a challenge for some of the fours that I know but um, some of the um, some of the um, suggestions or encouragement that I've been giving is just like get really creative with what you're doing like have fun with it get creative I don't know 
you know, get the ribbons to dance with or get a hula hoops or get, you know, do it with yes. cutting out things out of a magazine that inspire you and make a dream board or something like that and let that inspire you. But that needs to be your own unique signature on your health and fitness plan. And getting really creative, I noticed this person in my life, she's been having a lot of fun exploring different regions with cooking and mm. spices and making it really unique and creative and like that's been fun for her with food mm-hmm. and her and, and and just going wow those are some really cool things from other countries so it's keeping it unique for her it's not mm-hmm. what's the plan tonight but it's been fun fun for that person so um that's been some really good growth tips for her in, yeah. in a journey where he and just um and it's it's not um they tend to not gather around a lot of people and have big communities of friends mm-hmm. they they feel comfortable with maybe one or two but i think we all need people yeah. to help us go on our our health journey it's just that's just how our designs are. Mm-hmm. You know, I think too for um, a four, given that they are, their emotions can really set the course of their day. You know, doing some things that make it like you are going to work out. Like, all right, this might sound weird. Sleeping in your workout clothes. I mean, come on, they're almost like pajamas, right? <laughs> Sleep in your workout clothes. So when you wake up, you're already in it. Like that's just one less step for you to take. Yeah. Or, um, you know, like she was saying, you know, it's important to have some people in our life set a plan to go meet somebody so that you're not letting them down because if your emotion doesn't feel like it that day hopefully your desire to you know follow through on what you said to this person would help so that could be good and i think our pizzazz could be really fun Mm -hmm. pizzazz is our version of zumba so it's like dance and you're hearing like upbeat christian music so for maybe a four who likes to dance to their own beat or whatever Mm -hmm. they could just put on that and start moving yeah, I think I think Nancy gave some great suggestions, and I would just say that if you are a four and you are bored with your exercise program, that's that's dangerous for you. Um, there's there's too many options. There's so many. There's infinite numbers of ways that we can exercise. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I love the whole idea of the international cooking and yeah. and just yeah. really spicing it up. That's that's a beautiful uh, idea. So thanks for that, Nancy. Yeah, and and staying out of like the comparison mode going to be helpful to just like if you want to be unique you be unique you stay unique and don't go compare to other people and what they're doing just your size your stature your your dress code it's all you make it yeah. fun yeah uh, comparison yeah. will zap your joy yeah for any lo- number yeah absolutely anything yeah that's great tip and nancy i think you're number five too you're talking about five she's got a a five, five of a husband. <laughs> <laughs> and again, if you don't even know what we're talking about, we'll just say personalities, you know, how we're getting gaining a better understanding of all of our different personalities, how helpful. This has been a marriage changer for me and my husband. It's been beyond a changer. Um, but even as we're applying it to our health journey, we're getting more clear on why we're doing what we're doing, where do we want to go, and what motivates us. And so our motivations have changed since we were 20, but we're still the same people. So our motivation to stay healthy 
for different reasons and our grandkids are our motivation right now because we want to be able to go play, run, hop, jump, skip. So um, for the five though, they are super thinking people. They think and think and research and research and they'll research a plan and, a, and food maybe and, and, but it's the action part of it that they might struggle with. So we'll be thinking about it make a long time, take a long time to make a decision, and then maybe um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, get on that, we'll get on that plan. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they really like being smart and competent and capable, and, and, and emo they're not really emotionally driven. So it's a plan, we're doing it, we're gonna do that. So when they're on it, it's good. Um, but some of the struggles, I think, uh, this what happens is just they have just a limited amount of energy and resource to to a topic or to a thing. So, what are you going to do today? I'm going to work out. Okay, that's that thing. And so he give all the energy into that. But mm -hmm. um, being married to who I am, um, it could be really challenging. So. We're learning through it, but it's been really helpful. And so they tend not to also ask for guidance mm -hmm. or incorporate someone into their plan. It's just, they got it, it's mm -hmm. all under control, and won't ask for help. So that's another learning thing. So solo rider with no guidance can be dangerous because mm -hmm. again we're, we're designed for connection and community mm -hmm. and help so um, those are good things to be looking for yeah if you have that tendency to be an information gatherer um, and you gather information you kind of feel like you never get enough to make the decision on what to do and so the big thing you have to do is just step out and do something and one thing too is if you love to gather information you love to listen to podcasts and all that maybe combine that with your workout. So we have some podcasts that you can take when you go for a walk, a run, a bike ride, something like that, where you can still kind of be learning about different things and you're getting your exercise. But don't let um, kind of that concern that you don't have enough to get going. I don't know the perfect diet. Well, you know what? Let's start by drinking some water today. You know, let's start <laughs> like by that. cutting some sugar. Like, let's, let's just do something, you know? What's one thing that you can actually take on and feel confident like we all know we need water so you know starting is the hardest part sometimes yes. and um, just to do something but he he did find one thing that it was really great he loves the peloton bike because yeah. that's a solo sport for him mm -hmm. so being solo on that but then you can engage with people on the screen and you can get a little competitive so at mm -hmm. his own at the own pace so that's a good that's a good thing one for him he, yeah, yeah. So that yep. might be something you know, for you to try. Um, let's go on to sixes. Okay, hi, uh, I'm, I'm a six. Um, it's possibly the most misunderstood of all the numbers, um, possibly, uh, that, that, that could be hard to say. We're, all, we're known as the loyalist, um, think of old faithful, think of a friend for life, and that would be me. Um, I actually kind of uh, resisted my number at first. Um, uh, our key motivators can be safety and security, preparation and, um, and commitment. Um, so uh, what I really find for me that taps into, that really motivates me is, is being committed. 
um, being committed to health. Um, that has really served me well. Um, just, I haven't always been committed to health, so um, my life reflected that for a, for a period of time. But, um, so, so if you're a six, what, what might work for you is, is um, to commit to others. Commit to a workout partner, maybe commit to a, um, a personal trainer. Um, for me, what really works, uh, I like, for the last 12 years, I've been doing uh, runs and uh, bicycle rides. So I'll sign up for um, events, and I've made it my own personal policy to never quit. So if I've signed up for one, I do not, I do not, um, I, I show up, I, I do it, I train for it. So for me, that commitment is really strong. Um, it's a commitment to myself, or you know, may help if you commit to others. Um, and and just um, knowing that um, having a plan, we're kind of natural planners, and. If we just plan every day, I don't, I don't get up and que question, am I going to work out today? No, I already know. An answer is already taken <laughs> care of. I'm going to work out. It may look a little different. Um, there's a little variety is the spice of life, but, um, but I'm going to commit. Uh, if Michelle asks me to teach a class, you know, any kind of snowstorm. In fact, I got stuck in her driveway last, last winter <laughs> trying to get do or die in my little Mini Cooper. I'm going to teach that class. So that works for me. Um, and the thing that sixes can really struggle with is fear. And, um, and so fear can work for you and, um, and, and against you, mostly against you. But sometimes if, if you've been told by your doctor, um, you know, you need to make these changes. And if you don't, you, you might really suffer some long-term consequences. Uh, I think I read a stat that only like 10 to 15% make uh, of people make lasting changes, but if they're of those 10 to 15 percent, it could be a six that that actually does take that fear and fuel some kind of lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. But um, but a lot of times it's fear of ah, what if I can't keep up? What if I look silly? What if I'm the heaviest in the class? Those are fears that are working against us, and so I just want to encourage you to think beyond those. Um, I can tell you that um, you can get creative with some fear. My own father lived in a pretty sketchy neighborhood, and I would go run, and I would feel, be filled with such anxiety um, when I would run in his neighborhood. So, um, he's not listening. But, um, <laughs> you know, so, anyway, so, uh, but I learned, you know, all I have to do is drive in my car. I'll go to the beach, and wow, what a change of scenery. Um, so, so, anyway, that really helped me. Um, that I it wasn't an excuse anymore. So look at what you're fearing, and figure out a way, a workaround. How can I get around this so that I'm not sabotaging my own health? Um, and and just just another note, um, I uh, about 10, 15 years ago had a real fear of um, some financial fears, and what that did is that kind of drove me to be a workaholic. And that's just typically what sixes do when they're in stress. And I, um, I didn't take care of myself um, exercise-wise or food-wise. So I would go to Costco, and I thought Costco was all about getting the, um, uh, the processed foods out of the freezer. I thought that's what the whole store was for. <laughs> never, even went, never even went into the uh, fruits and vegetables. <laughs> Didn't even know it existed there. So, um, so that was not serving me well. I never, I didn't exercise. I, how could I? I was too busy. Um, so 
just know that if you're six and you're in in the times of stress you may not prioritize your own health so commit to yourself the commitment to yourself is the biggest one you can make so yeah. that's that's my tips for sixes and I think some consistencies we're seeing is there's like when you're talking about ones they have this need for perfection so when they see like hey the workout room's not clean enough I don't want to go or they have these reasons they're legit in their mind and much like the fears that you're talking about of six they're legit and one of the best ways to get over them is to like be aware and go okay this is something so that's what I think is so good about what we're talking about you might be I don't know if I'm a six but I've dealt with those fears before I've dealt with having these reasons why I didn't want to go to a gym that because it wasn't perfect you know so that's something that's really important that you're hearing right now is we all have things that come up you know we do and um, but we got to overcome them it's too important to just be like all right I'm not gonna do it you know but kind of keep going one other thing about sixes um, is they're very social. Um, I, I mentioned that, you know, friends for life. So get a great group of friends. I wish you could have, I wish you could come join us because I, ha I do have a great group of friends. Um, get a great group of friends around you that will encourage you, that you want to go and join in a, in a great workout um, on a very consistent basis. That will serve you well. One thing I love about a six is I'm really big on kind of let your yes be a yes and a no be a no, like the Bible tells us. And Julie, if she says, I'm coming, she will be there. And I mean, obviously, sometimes big things happen. But for the most part, I'm not wondering, is she going to come or not today? No, she said she was. And that's a really nice thing to be able to have a friend who you can just be like, she's reliable. So Yeah, I heard you say a lot, commit, commit, commit. And it doesn't have to be a big commit doesn't have to be seven days a week of working out, but I like that it could be commit to one small thing and just stay committed till you get that. But I just kept hearing the word commit over and over, and Julie is definitely a model for commitment. Yeah. So Commit and plan. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. All right, we're going on to seven, and mm. I'm telling you, if there's, like, a seven, she is a seven, <laughs> and you'll see why in a second. But <laughs> let me just say, like, I'll just sing a song while she's going to talk, and it's called oh. The Girls Just Want to Have Fun. <laughs> I think that's her theme song. So, <laughs> oh, But while we were sitting here talking about commit, 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 I mean, that that's something I struggle with. I want to. But it's, it's my challenges because I like variety. I like what's I don't want to miss out on the funnest thing that's happened in that day and so it's 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 challenging for me and I think are you a I'm seven? seven eight yeah I'm so yeah um, I mean I love hanging out with these girls because they're all have so much enthusiastic and just are fun loving and wanting to go and be adventurous so those are a lot of the qualities of seven so gotta be fun my workout has to be fun interesting I get bored easy so I gotta and so I'm always looking for the next new thing sometimes um, so that can be detrimental or you know in a way that if you don't just stick to something maybe you won't see progress but um, but I'm just all about making it fun and that's why I like faithful workouts and Michelle she keeps it fun and exciting and adventurous and um, just full of spontaneity so that's that's um, something I really love about hanging out with you um, but one of the things that yeah you know how you start listening to kind of what 
maybe your number is, and I don't really like all the things about my number, about <laughs> me, but it's helping me grow, I think, in a healthy way. And one of the challenges I have, there's, there's gluttony, addiction, um, thank goodness I don't, food and drugs aren't my, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my gluttony for fun, my gluttony for um, adventure, stimulation, that's high on my forefront and on my list of things to do daily. Um, so for my husband, who, who was, who we talked about being a five, who one thing, I like 20 things a day. <laughs> <laughs> so it's challenging. You're but, hard to keep up with. <laughs> uh, but there was a time too where I got addicted to exercising. I just like that was like my thing it, it gave me adrenaline rush it gave me endorphins every day and it makes me feel really really good for mm -hmm. the day and I know when I don't do it I don't feel good so I'm going to leverage that little um, somewhere in between addiction yeah, on a balance. healthier path and balance mm -hmm. to set my path straight and, and illuminate a better growth path instead mm -hmm. of just being so here or there so um, and being being able to focus better and not jump around to all these things I think I'm learning how to sit well and just go this is this is healthier to not just be striving all the time for everything but mm -hmm. just pick a couple of things that are good consistent and healthy so and I think you, with the, the enthusiast is what the seven is called, kind of the enthusiast. You can be like, all right, yeah, I'm going to work out today. And then someone's like, hey, you want to go shopping? You want to go this? Well, that sounds fun. Let's go. And you kind of don't stay with what you know you felt you should do. So that's, I think, a challenge. But I, I was up with Nancy not too long ago up in um, Lake Dillon, and she's out there. She'll go paddle boarding. She'll pull out her bike, and she'll go bike riding. So it is good to, to try new things and make it fun and adventurous. But a problem could be, very few people look at core exercises as fun and adventurous. <laughs> it's my least favorite. Yeah, everybody, it's most people's least favorite. But it's one of the most important things we do. Yes. So that could be a downside of a seven, like that you don't put in the things that actually you need to do to improve your health because they're not as much fun. So core, you might not want to do, I mean, it sounds silly, but inner and outer thigh because that's just, I don't, when I'm running and I'm biking, it's, it's not, I'm not using those, but they're super important to the overall health of your knee and your leg. So it's like, let the fun happen, but then I think schedule in and be committed cause to those things like core. And the great thing is it can be five minutes, three times a week. It's, we're not talking tons of time, but to at least put in those things that you know you have a tendency to not do because they're not so much fun. And that's where, uh, I've learned just make a plan, but it doesn't have to be specific. Five jumping jacks, five sit-ups, five push-ups. It just means have a fun workout, but put it on the calendar. Yeah, mm. schedule and, it. And, and mix it up a little bit because I don't like to be told what to do. So it it goes against my, <laughs> my personality type. I like to just go, come yeah. on, just work out and come have fun and go with the flow and do it, you know. That works better for me. So a little, a little checklist of more general. It, it doesn't. That I figured out that doesn't work for me. So well, the schedulers. Yeah, I was gonna say that's leading into an eight. The eight is which I'm kind of a split seven eight, and an eight doesn't like to be told what to do either. So <laughs> yeah. we don't tell each other what to do. Here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's um, the eight is, is can be called the challenger. And when I discovered that I was, you know, kind of 50, 50 or a seven and an eight, it didn't really surprise me because I've never been one to stay away from kind of getting into a, t a tough conversation. I'm okay with that. Um, eights have a tendency to be leaders and that's been something that I have felt that God has given me the ability to not be afraid to step in and make a decision for a group or to lead. Um, so there's some really great things. I th I've been told that everybody needs an eight in their life. Everybody needs someone who's willing to kind of come in and say, are you sure that's what you want to do right now? Or how come you didn't do that? Kind of conf confrontational. Po a little poke bit. them in the chest. Exactly. And I've done that to people. <laughs> you. It's so funny. This, this girl in class, she sent me this thing telling me she wasn't coming to class. And she put the emoji of a flower and a heart. And I respond, the flower and heart don't change the situation. Why aren't you coming? <laughs> you can do the emojis as cute as can be. Why aren't you coming? Is what I'm <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't pulled off task. No. So anyway, if you're an eight and you have this natural tendency to lead, do it. Why not start a, a workout group? You really don't have to, I shouldn't say this, but you don't have to be certified to just get together and say, hey, can I, you want to, want to work out with me? And you can kind of set the tone and do it, you know, and, and, and decide what your workout's going to be. And eight doesn't do really well with really um, a lot of restrictions, a lot of boundaries too tight. Like a diet would not be good for um, an eight that's very laid out and planned. So an eight, when it comes to eating, is going to be better off by saying, you know what, um, I'm, I'm going to do this with sugar, I'm going to do this with water. I'm going to have a couple like boundaries, but the rest of it, moderation. Moderation is a really good thing for an eight where you can make decisions as to what you're eating rather than someone telling you what to eat. So again, if you are a leader, I suggest you start in a group. We have a thing called Reignite that you can lead a Reignite group. You can just get some friends together. Also, another thing that lets you feel like you're really kind of making your own workout, not being told what to do, is the new series that we're launching. It's called a 10-minute workout series. When we launch it, it's already going to have about 20, 25 workouts on it. And what's fun is you make it the workout you want. You can pick a warm-up. You pick the 10-minute section you want to do, whether it's one 10-minute section or 15 10-minute sections. And then you pick your own cool-down. So you feel still feel like you're not really being told what to do. You have control because that's something that um, eights can struggle with is wanting to be in control of all situations. And so, um, anyway, that's kind of some things that I think can be helpful. Anything mm -hmm. else for an eight that you guys can think of? No, I, I love what you said about just those boundaries can feel extremely restrictive around an eight. Mm -hmm. um, that uh, they, uh, they're natural born leaders. Yeah. I've been teaching fitness classes for 36 years now. And I went to a fitness class and I was like, this stinks. I can't believe they listened to me. I'm like, like, why are they, I have to listen to someone else? I don't want to do that many. I want to do, and so I realized it's really good that I've been teaching instead of attending. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe a, maybe a healthy tip, a healthy striving thing is, you know, um, allowing, you know, setting expectations on a lot of different people. And I think maybe this is going to potentially give some sympathy, empathy in towards other different types that may not be setting such high standards or high goals for themselves. Mm -hmm. And and some people might just be okay doing a 10-minute mm -hmm. deal, mm -hmm. um, depending on their motivation. So just um, yeah. the expectations are hopefully just, everybody's just meeting everybody where they are 
and maybe helping them either if they want to grow in a healthy way, grow mm -hmm. um, and encourage yeah. that. Nancy and Julie both do health coaching. And I've always said, I wouldn't be very good at it because if you came to me and said, I didn't do that, I wouldn't really have a ton of compassion. I'm working on it, but I'd be like, why not? And they tell me, I'm like, well, that's not a good reason. So yeah, you don't want me to be your coach, but they are uh, much more about asking questions and helping you dig in and figure out what you need to be motivated rather than someone just telling you to do it. So, And I think that's, that's something to, to be aware of is like aligning the why you not up with the truth. Like, am I telling myself something truthful? Or is this just an excuse? So getting real with your truth and why why you're not or not setting high enough goals for yourself, but getting that aligned well. And then um, how I've played into having that eight strength. So in, in me is having hard conversations with people. And it doesn't mean, and it's called the challenger, Mm -hmm. But it means it, it's helpful when you have somebody challenge if that's what you're telling yourself is the truth or not, you mm -hmm. know. And so in that, it can help you get out of a mindset that maybe you've been telling yourself and it's been a lie. Yeah. You know, I can't do that. I can't do that. But so if you have a challenger and in, in, in it's there's ways to ask a good question to bring that out in people to challenge themselves into, Thinking you know, differently. lining up with, with the truth. Yeah. What am I, am I making excuses or is this truthful in my, my journey here? Yeah. Good. All right, we're going on to the final one, guys. Number nine. Number nine. I am a number nine. And, and we love you. And this type <laughs> is called the peacemaker because we like to make peace. <laughs> in all yes, situations. That's why it's called the peace. Yes, yeah, so when something happens, we look at what's happening and we immediately try to pull it into a peace zone. Um, so what I just learning about the Enneagram and taking the test, when I found out that I was a peacemaker, I got excited when I was starting <laughs> to connect with some of, um, you know, peacemakers, they're accepting, they're trusting, they're stable, they're usually creative. They're optimistic, supportive, and they're all embracing, and they like to bring people together. And when I heard that, I'm like, that's me, that's me. <laughs> and one of the things especially is the creative piece and how I can create harmony um, in a creative way. And um, when Michelle asked you know, for me to be a part of this and talk about how the peacemaking and my health and my health journey go together, um, I immediately went to um, my parents' story. Both of my parents have suffered from cancer. They're both alive and doing well today. Um, but that was very disruptive in their life. That was not harmony. And I saw all the treatments that they had to go through and what that has done for them. And for me, that was not peace. And so when I was putting my health and thinking, you know, may, maybe it's genetic, but I know that there's a lot I can do to prevent yeah, some of it, sure. at least. And I wanted to go into action with it. And you can substitute cancer for any illness, really. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to think that I'm predisposed to cancer because both my parents have it and other people in my family. And so I really took my strengths and especially the creativity 
and applied it to my eating, to just giving up the added sugars, um, just really cutting them out of my life to a point where I don't even really want them. I have to really think about it to have it. Um, but also, like Julie said, do I ask myself, am I going to work out today? No, I always work out. It's always part of my life. One of the problems with nines is that sometimes we kind of like sevens, if there's something else interesting, another shiny toy or something, we'll go follow that. And um, so for me, that's kind of an obstacle at times. And I'm really trying to be committed, like you were saying, to work out in the morning, stay committed to working out in the morning because as the day goes on, it's not going to happen. And mm -hmm. so for um, nines who are peacemakers and want to bring everything back, um, I would also encourage you, um, I get kind of, when there's too many choices, I just retreat. I just mm -hmm. don't do anything. And so when it comes to working out, like we were talking about the 30 minute, the 10 minute with faithful workouts, um, be creative. It says that we're creative here. We should use our creativity and how we are going to choose our workouts. Is it going to be dancing? Is it going to be cycling? Is it going to be an indoor class? Um, I'm one to work out socially. I just, I'm a social workout person, so to sit and do a video by myself wouldn't work for me. But I do have bands that I do, you know, for 10 minutes. And I find that when I work out for 10 minutes, I eat better and I drink more water those mm -hmm. days and so for me that was an obstacle that um, is no more yeah. I've just kind of overcome that and then um, just I don't know I guess one of the things Julie pointed out for me is um, nines also um, enjoy rest and margin mm -hmm. and so to know that about somebody who is a peacemaker that we can only give so much before we need to rest so that we can recharge for that next um, whatever it is that we're going to do. So that's just something to really um, take seriously, that your rest is important. Don't wear yourself out. Don't mm -hmm. push yourself any further because then again, the retreat, the, um, I think peacemakers could also be known as the sloth. Yeah. And so that kind of happens. Yeah. And so I just really encourage you to understand what your limits are and where your rest is and your margin. And yeah. so, but I think that's a beautiful thing about a nine is that they really understand the value of margin and so many mm -hmm. of us we feel like a three the achiever feels like the more i pack into the day mm -hmm. the better my day will be where a nine will say i need my margin so one of the challenges for a nine is if you know you need your margin and your day's packed you're probably going to not do your workout because you value your margin over other things so it's real important don't overpack your day put your workout in and schedule things around it leaving margin in there and again, I think that thing about choices is big. My son-in-law, Avery's a nine. And my daughter says she feels bad sometimes that she makes a lot of the decisions, but he can just get frozen in that situation. And so if you wake up in the morning and you don't have something, you know what you're gonna do, you might not do anything. So creative, yes, but you have to have a little bit of a structure to it. So if you wake up and you're gonna say, today I'm gonna do pizzazz, or today I'm gonna go on a bike ride, or today, and you have it planned. And for those of you also who don't like choices, doing a workout class having someone tell you what to do can calm your brain down you can actually find it more enjoyable right because someone else is leading yes. yeah so an eight follower. doesn't want that mm -hmm. but the nine they don't have to make the choices just tell me and i'm happy this looks good you know so one other thing i know about um, nines is they typically um, retreat from chaos so if you're in this chaotic um, you know gym where there's something going on all over the place 
or you're trying to do it at home and there's a lot of chaos at home, um, you, may need to, you may need to make some changes and know that about yourself, that you need margin and you, you know, you're a peacemaker. You need, you need a peaceful place um, in, order to, uh, in order to get a really quality workout. And, to, and probably, um, as far as eating, I think peacemakers probably appreciate a non-chaotic eating environment as well, right? Do you, do you ever find that um, like a, a quiet dinner is, is nicer than a crazy loud place, or does that not affect you? That doesn't affect me, okay. but I can see that um, peacemakers also like to be in the moment. Mm -hmm. mm. The moment is special what for a, them. What a beautiful yeah. trait. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. <laughs> we could all use that. Yeah. I think one last thing about nines, and then you can finish it up, yeah. that I have for it is just that, again, um, choices overwhelm you. So mm -hmm. when it comes to your eating, simplify it. You know, mm -hmm. don't don't have too many, like, you have mm -hmm. your chicken or whatever. Like, just simplify that process so that you don't have a tendency to get overwhelmed and just turn to something unhealthy that's easy. Yeah, good point. Yeah, and um, just like today, for example, um, I was babysitting my grandson, and um, I wanted to go on – Go on a walk almost every day because I love to walk I exercise and then I also go on a walk but um, I asked a friend to join me even with my grandson and and she came and she I said I'm walking today and I'd love for you to join me and she came and so we walked about three and a half miles and it was just I love that time and I got to get a workout in and a walk and now I'm sitting here feeling more recharged tonight but I also got the um, time with my friends yeah. You know, so I got good. time. Wow. So it was just, yeah. So, so win, I just win, encourage win, you win. to be creative on working out. Like, just start calling friends, asking them to do it with you. And if you guys are interested in taking the Enneagram test, um, I've included below a link that you can go and take it. I think it's like $12 or something to take the test and doesn't take very long, but it might just help you. And another thing you might want to do is suggest that someone you're close to takes it your spouse, whatever, and, and we're doing um, a couples retreat, we're actually having all of the people take the Enneagram before they come so that we can dive even deeper because there's so much more really to learn about each other and about ourselves. So thanks so much for being here with us today. We've enjoyed this and this beautiful setting out here um, and even had my dog Leo here, so that's always a bonus. All right, thanks for doing this with us. Bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs>